Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, Truth Straight Up, brought to you by... Brought to you by HappyTrees.co and Denver Cynogenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. Hey, coming up in a second, um, we're going to have David Horowitz on. He's a best-selling author, Front Page Magazine, that runs the David Horowitz Freedom Center. As soon as we get him on the phone, we'll bring him up. And he's got a new report out. Um, instead of calling... Well, I, I just want to make one. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Party Friday. And... Oh, and, and and to have Party Friday, we've got to get for one of our Party Fridays, the, the um, Finnish Prime Minister, this 36-year-old woman, very attractive, good-looking, and she knows how to party, can tell you that. She loves to dance, dance intimately, lots of men sit on their laps and, and have a lot of fun, so. Well, you know, on that, exactly, we'll get, we'll get the Finnish Prime Minister, um, we don't Finnish, I guess, is that what they speak? Isn't that terrible? I don't Finland, some yeah, sort of Slavic a, kind no, of. No, no, it's not a Slavic. It's its own. Hungary and 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 uh, uh, Finland have this unique language group that's different. It's, it's not Slavic. It's not, it's a un, well, it's Slavic, not Swedish. It's a very unique language, um, and the only two related. But they all speak English, so right. not to worry. Not to worry. No, you, you won't know anybody who speaks, well, she, speaks she Finnish. Just, maybe we'll zoom to one of, and it's night, so it'll be nighttime there. Hey, oh, okay. And to um, our uh, producer here, David Horowitz, for some reason, was calling me on my cell phone. So that's probably why you got the answering machine. If you maybe want to give him a try again, because he just hung up. I can't answer him. Hello, David. We're trying to get you. <laughs> so maybe give him a holler here again. Okay. Um, yeah, she would be a lot of fun to have on the show. Want to talk about though people who are not fun, and that is the mainstream media, particularly no, MSNBC, former CIA guys, all these people who are, and we've been talking about this for a while. They are setting the stage to try to crack down and and as they said, arrest, um, prosecute, censor, silence, purge with their own IRS eighty seven thousand. Right, anybody who firm, won't firm. take the blue pill, anyone who won't go along. I mean, and. Make no mistake, that's they're ratcheting up all of that right now because they want to get it in time for the midterms. Yeah, I don't right. know if you know. I mean, Facebook has kicked libs of TikTok off of Facebook. All right, YouTube all right. Um, is censoring. Um, they won't let Stephen Crowder be on YouTube. Um, really? So yeah, that's where he's kicked off. Not just week. us, huh? No, not just us. So the censorship is about to begin. But we do have with us now best-selling author um, of the book "I Can't Breathe," David Horowitz with the Horowitz Freedom Center. Hey, sir, thank you once again for. Thanks, your time. David. Great to have you back. All right. So, Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, yes. So you've got a new report out, I understand, where you're calling it not the IRS, the um, Internal Radical Service, where they've <coughs> funneled tons of our money to essentially progressive advocacy groups, right? Yeah, criminal groups. For example, I bet your listeners would be su- surprised to know that Black Lives Matter which is responsible for a summer of riots that took dozens of lives and eventually led to a crime wave 
thanks to the defund the police movement, which killed an extra 5,000 people by homicide. That Black Lives Matter, which and Black Lives Matter, which is run by Marxist crooks who appropriated the money donated that people thought they were donating to poor blacks to buy themselves mansions. Right. In, um, in California. Good the taste, IRS re- yeah. regards this as a charity. With yeah. $100 million uh, that, that was donated to Black Lives Matter is all tax exempt. Oh, really? What they're doing is they use, so everybody listening to your show is a contributor to probably the Black Lives Matter through the IRS. Um, I, I've done a little booklet on this. Um, Julie's right. It's, it's called the Internal Radical Service. And uh, your listeners can get a copy by going to frontpagemagazine.com or frontpagemagmag.com uh, and pick up a copy. And when you read it, send it to your congressman. Yeah. yeah. The Republican Party is entirely asleep on these issues. There's hundreds of billions of dollars flowing into very radical uh, 501c3s that are not charities by any stretch of the imagination. If you wondered about all those NGOs when these illegals, which include the sex traffickers, drug traffickers, criminals, terrorists, uh, how they get coached so they they understand uh, that they're not going to be prosecuted once they step foot into the country and disappear and then provide them with buses and transportation. Those are all charities because of the IRS's corruption. Uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg spent yeah. $400 million in tax-exempt funds that's contributed by everybody um, to uh, try to rig the 2020 election. Did a good uh, job. He did a very good job and, and probably is responsible for swinging the election. Yeah, I guess uh, so. There's a, a chapter of this book that I, uh, I've written, Internal Radical Service, um, which describes exactly how that was done. So like in Pennsylvania, eh, there are these drop boxes. This is one of the ways that people cheat. Right. Because uh, the drop boxes aren't monitored. Well, you can stuff ballots in and, and so forth. In Pennsylvania, in the rural, and this is because Mark Zuckerberg's charities uh, place the drop boxes. Uh, and in the rural areas, well, let right. me start with the urban areas, where which are heavily Democratic. There's a, a drop box every four square miles. In the rural areas, which are Republican, there's a drop yeah. box every thousand square miles. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's so that's funny. How that was. Yeah. Well, exactly. And so, and so then though, but he gets to claim he's a billionaire, right? And, um, and so he gets to have this organization set up to, 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 as you say, rig the election and that's all tax deductible then. So. um, Yeah. People always have the wrong conversation. 
about the rigging of the 2020 election. That is, whether it was actually rigged or not, or whether it was successfully rigged, nobody knows the answer because the Democrats blocked all of the audits. Exactly. Uh, And, of course, why would you block the audits unless you you were trying to rig the election? Uh, But what you have to look at is, did they try to rig the election? And after the 2000 election, where there was a hanging chance where Bush and Gore were within a few votes of each other, and the election was eventually decided by the Supreme Court, um, uh, Jimmy Carter and James Baker, a Republican and a Democrat, formed a, an election commission uh, to, to try to prevent future fraud. Every recommendation they made... Like the number one, the number one reform was not to have unsolicited paper ballots. Right. If the Democrats managed to get whatever it was, 60 or 70 million of them. In the, well, I could just go on and on, but exactly. where are the Republicans? They're, well, they're part of it. They're, you know, yeah, the, the Bush, yeah. Cheney, and McCain, I, I think all the rest of, of stupidity. There's a lot of not wanting to embarrass your enemies. Republicans are are too civilized to recognize that there's a party that hates them and will bury them. Well, you're absolutely right. We're going to talk about that later, how how, uh, they're they're stoking up uh, to declare war on Republicans and conservatives. I mean, they call this, we're we're the equivalent, we're worse the former CIA director said that Republicans are worse than um, ISIS, Al Qaeda, any extremist terror group that, that you know that he had to deal with. It. I mean, that's just uh, to me that's no accident that that they're kind of stoking up that kind of rhetoric. What do you make of it? I think we're in the early stages, of, or not so early actually, of a police state. Yes, yes, the Biden regime is a fascist regime. Yes, you you have this cop, Oprah was an ex-cop who um, was inside the Capitol on January 6th. Anybody who's watched the films, which you can see on Newsmax mainly, uh, of Capitol Police officers inviting right. protesters in, know that this was, this was a pretty innocent patriotic protest is what it was. Um, this cop was carrying a stick. That's all. He didn't use the stick. He just had it. He got seven years in jail. Yeah. And he's probably been in jail for two years in solitary confinement with a lot yeah. of other people. This is just fascism. This is an American. Right. And then and, and they don't care. I mean, you know, you get some people like yourself talking about it, some other people you know, Margot Cleveland, Molly Hemingway talking about it at a national level. But but, but no Mitch McConnell. Yeah, no, you, know, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene talks about it sometimes. But you're right, Mitch McConnell doesn't ever turn yeah, around but and say, there's, hey. there's, a, there's hundreds of Republicans in the government that, yeah. that could be saying something. Yes. Including yes. the leaders of the party, but they don't. Oh, no, no. Well, we're talking about David Horowitz. I don't want to make this a whine about Republicans fast. I want people to <laughs> go out and do something. Hold your representative's feet to the fire. That's right. Uh, what about you know, the climate change? We just voted. What did they vote? 80, 
$800 billion. I can't even keep track of the amount of money that right. they're squandering on the climate crisis. Is climate a big issue for people? Nope. No. It's no. way down the list. It's like in the bottom. It's at the bottom of the voter concerns. So how does it become the central uh, agenda of the Democrat Party? Yeah. Well, because it's a it's, it's a wonderful way to funnel like all the money to the environmental advocacy groups, all right. of them paid for by taxpayers. Yeah. Right, which the IRS is using well now, and the IRS will now give them all tax exempt status. Well, what do you think of the new eighty seven thousand um, IRS agents here to help us? Here, here, yeah. here to help us. Yeah. Our, with our yeah. uh, taxes, it's, it's a Gestapo. What do you think it is? The IRS is so dangerous anyway. All I have to do, and I I would guess almost every conservative uh, tax exempt entity has suffered from this. All I have to do is make an inquiry to say, oh, well, we're going to look at, we find this suspicious, so we're going to make an inquiry. And that 501c3 has to hire very expensive tax lawyers, like $500 an hour uh, to defend themselves. I mean, this this is a burden put upon the conservative voice. Yes. Uh, why do they have guns? Yeah. You might yeah. ask. Right. Well, then did you see the training video that has been released now? So they're showing the IRS agents with guns. And the scenario isn't like a billionaire with a private plane. It's a landscape company that they're going after for not report for, for inaccurately reporting the number of trucks or something that they had, right? So well, got- if it's a billionaire, he probably has an island that he can retreat to. Yeah. <laughs> probably his money is probably in a Swiss bank account anyway. Well, let me let me ask you this, because we talk about this all the time on our show when we're talking here with David Horowitz, bestselling author, um, I Can't Breathe. Is it too late? As you said, it's not the early stages anymore. Or or is there is there time? I think we're, we're, our condition is dire. How is it then? Look, Joe Biden is, a, is an arch criminal. He's got a he's the head of a crime family. Everybody knows it. How did he destroy the southern border? Was it, was that legal? No. Was it constitutional? No. Uh, and they know that they're criminals. That's why they fly these illegals into the heart of the country in the middle of the night so nobody will notice. Right. They know it's wrong. They can get away with it, so they do it. Why don't Republicans use the C word, criminal? Yeah. What do you think this new batch, there's sort of a new batch of people, like the primary season, you know, we've got who are more, I would guess I would say less establishment. Do you have hope that they might be able to make a difference or is, or not? Oh, it's a question of of spine. Yeah. I mean, you just, you have to be willing to take the heat and, and to fight. And, you know, I think that's, you know, if you ask yourself, people will say, oh, Trump, is, he's got too much baggage, he's too damaged. I think that sensible people look at Trump and say, this guy has guts. Yeah. Who could withstand the kind of attacks that he has? Who, who else? 
could you trust to, to withstand them? You think, you know, like I, I, I really like DeSantis, but, but he's untested. We don't know what will happen. They're trying to destroy Trump, his whole family, for crying out to you, raiding his house, using right. the IRS. Now, let's not forget who the IRS is. They're the people, when the FBI uh, and the police couldn't put Al Capone in jail, yeah. they did. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. No, and you know, I come down on that too. I agree with you. I like DeSantis, and but the people who say, "Well, Trump has too much baggage," I think he, he's the only one. I, I agree with you who has proven that he will stand up to them and not cave in. And we need. Yeah, that. they've already said that DeSantis is worse than Trump. The Democrats. Yeah, if, they're if criminals. Trump... These are gangsters. Right. Yeah. If they got rid of Trump, Don't put leg irons on. Peter Navarro, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, it it, it is incredible, and it is incredible how little uh, Republican, whether it's the head of the Republican Party in the in in the nation, they're, they're just silent. I mean, they're just they yeah. just they don't use words like fascist to describe fascists. Right. <laughs> well, and the IRS is. Uh, Scary because you know, as you said, so they're helping funnel tax dollars into these progressive groups. I mean, and I imagine to stop them, that would be almost impossible. They can target an individual or people who they don't like, and you know, you don't get a defense attorney. You have to hire an accountant. I mean, they can, and we've seen you know over and over again stories of this where they just destroy people's lives, and it's extremely hard to fight back against them. And I mean, I that's what worries me especially about these eighty-seven thousand additional agents. We don't eighty-seven thousand. I mean, that's like that's yeah. That's why it's important to raise the alarm bells now. That's right. It's important to get Republicans to demand hearings on the IRS of why they're violating their own rules to fund groups that are supporting terrorists. It's just crazy. But once they have hearings, if they don't control the Justice Department, they'll never be, they'll never be, uh, you know, they'll ignore them. We have a terrorist caucus in the House. I, I like to call them the Hitler caucus, led by Ilan Omar and AOC. Yeah, right. These are terrible, terrible people. They're in bed with, they raise, they, they do fundraisers for terrorist right. organizations like Hamas. Right. Care. The Muslim Brotherhood, that's that's what they're about. And uh, they're racist. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. You know, my, my background, I was raised by communists and left left the left in the 70s. Um, I, and I'm shocked at the way, you know, Republicans let themselves be called racist, sexist, white supremacists, insurrectionists, traitors. And, and they'll call the, the people who are calling them those names liberals. Yeah. They're yeah. Progressive. <laughs> They're progressive. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. Well, David, listen, they have we... all the words. They're very good at that. They yes. are. They very good at political warfare. Um, we have to let you go, um, but we want to thank you for your time and again recommend your book. I'm sure your book is available on Amazon all over, right? I can't breathe as well as. I'm going to books all over Amazon. Yeah. That's great. Well, it's all great right. to hear from you again, David. Thank you very Love much. Love having you on. Great. Thank you. All right.
there you go, David Horowitz there. Um, that is, you know, I never thought of it that way when he, when he pointed that out, but when they allow these progressive org- organizations that are clearly not charities no. to be charities, I mean, that's hundreds of billions of dollars well, the, every, that could be collected. Every part of the bureaucracy is there to funnel money to leftists. Right. On the Republican side, all the money is to go to um, military contractors. And that's the deal you get for every... Um, a budget a deal. The tons of money poured to Democrats uh, and the Republicans get only military contractors get money. Right. They, they never fund their own parties. They they never fund their own groups. And so and it's got to stop or well they'll get dest- will get destroyed, which is of course what's you happening. What's the plan? And this is from Dr. Donna. What can be done at the state local government regarding this? Um I don't think anything, really. I don't think they I mean I guess you could um I, I don't think you could. I mean, the state what Department of Revenue can't over supersede. We're just IRS. as bad. Well, yeah, they're all progressives. They're too. worse. <laughs> well, and this from um, iPhone Jim. If you don't want to agree with them, the IRS is threatening to open a full or prayer year return. Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's the plan. I, I mean, we've seen this. You know, again, when they when they arrest people, like they did with all the January six people, um, they keep them in jail without hearings. But they at least get an attorney if they can't afford one, right? Sort of, um, kind sort of, sort of, kind of. But the IRS, I mean, they could just make your life, and they could just make the little person's life miserable. Well, but I don't understand why more people aren't outraged by eighty seven. That's bigger than the Israeli army. 87,000. I mean, 87,000. 87, you know? I mean, yes. I mean, think of yes. everybody at Mile State or whatever we're calling it these days, plus another, I think, 10,000 sitting there ready to just start going through. And again, that training video, somebody was tweeting it. It was extremely interesting. They weren't saying, okay, we've got our guns here in case we have to go after the billionaires who are avoiding taxes by keeping their money on a, you know, on an island somewhere. They're talking about going after a landscaping company that they don't think reported the exact number of trucks that they had. I'm yeah. like, well, there you go. So there's some guy who's really beating the system, right? It's like, give me a break. But that's but that's what they're training them on. Um, so that's... Uh, it's disgraceful. And it's disgraceful that that if you look at the polls and you hope they're wrong, but, you know, the Joe Biden's greatly coming back. Most well, of the senatorial contests are in the favor, the important ones are in favor of the Democrats. Um, it's it, that... We're happy to watch our country be destroyed. It's amazing to me. Well, you know, and they were calling out Molly Hemingway had a good story. And now we're going to switch into the other part. And everybody, feel free to comment on chat in the chat. Or call. Of Give Zoom. us a call. We'll happy to talk to you. Yeah, 888-627-6008. Or pop up. Or you just go ahead and unmute yourself and pop up. Turn your camera on too if you feel like it. It's Party Friday. Oh, I have a tease here. We've got a Party Friday video at the end that you're going to want <laughs> it's to good. see. It's Some good. Some surveillance video from the FBI raid on Mary Largo. Um, but but one of the things they're doing too is, and all of this is setting the stage, there is an increasing talk about how dangerous um, uh, and they're not, they're not bothered calling us white nationalists anymore because that didn't really work very Christian well. Christian nationalists. Uh, the Christian nationalists, they're not even saying Because, you know, that's, that's even worse. Now than, they're just than calling white. us extremists. They're just, they've gone mm-hmm. straight to extremists. You don't hear nationalists very much anymore. It's all well, extremists. You do sometimes. Yeah. yeah, but mostly it's extremists. Mostly we're just extremists yeah. now. And 
they're, they're setting the stage to be able to crack down. They're going to censor us all coming into the midterms and particularly 2024. Facebook has hired a whole slew of people to monitor fact-checking things and political. I mean, they're going to they're going to say it's hate speech. They're going to say it's extreme speech. And what's that even mean? Um, and then they're going to use it to target you. They're going to use it to, um, as they've done to Mike Lindell, cut down your whatever PayPal, Venmo accounts. I mean, it's scary, I think. And you may say, oh, Julie, you're crazy. No, I'm you're not. not crazy. So let me just play a couple of sound bites to show I'm not crazy. This is, that will show you some where she is crazy. Right, crazy. This is so a former a, a British. I use the term journalist loosely. I don't think this person is no in any way, shape, or form a journalist. Well, he, no, he writes for the Financial Times. He has a lot of books out. No, this is not an obscure figure. Right. Yeah. This isn't some exactly. This is sort of a mainstream figure being a, who is being agreed with by a former CIA director, and they talked about Michael it. Hayden. Yeah. They talked about no relation. They talked about how many kill. If we could please play the General Hayden soundbite. Michael Hayden, the former director of the CIA, had an interesting observation uh, that he shared with the world on Twitter. Wanted to put this up on screen. So he's uh, reacting to a, a journalist who tweeted, I've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world over my career, have never come across a political force more nihilistic, dangerous, and contemptible than today's Republicans. Nothing close. And then Hayden, uh, the former CIA director, retweeted it with, I agree, and I was the CIA director. Um, that's a really, really irresponsible and disturbing thing to say that, like, the today's, in my view, today's Republicans are more extreme and dangerous than ISIS or Al Qaeda mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, a- actual, like, terrorist organizations or the people he's supposedly keeping us safe from. And will make people think, oh, if that's your ideology, that Republicans, that domestic Republicans mm-hmm. are the true threat. Well, then who who is the deep state spying on? Who Who is the CIA, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security? Where are they placing their resources? If you're saying that in your view, the major threat that we face is from is from the half the country that votes for Donald Trump. Um, is, is that who you're looking at? Is that who you're surveilling rather than, um, again, ISIS, et cetera? See, and I think that's an important point, two important points I, I, I noticed in that. He didn't say the Republican Party, right? They were very, very specifically said Republicans. Yeah, and, and there's no, as, as David Horowitz just pointed out, there is more, no meek, mild, spineless group in America than the Republican Party. Uh, and and it's, my GOP, my GOP, <laughs> my Colorado GOP. <laughs> um, there's no more. Uh, you know, that's you know, it's his duty as the head of the CIA to destroy those forces that want to uh, harm our country and kneel us. And I mean, it's just, it's just, and if that's what they think, and that's clearly what they think, that's, that's why, that's why Comey could go out and say, okay, send some agents over because they're inexperienced over at the new administration and anything he says, we'll call it a lie and, and right. try to prosecute him. I mean, that's, Well, it's alarming because they're talking about Republicans. So they're talking about people, right? And as he said, half the country, really, when you look at people who voted Republican. Um, And then the other thing, he he, the the, um, reporter there, the announcer, made a good point. They're also going to use this to justify tracking us, surveying us, and and going after us. Well, Michael Hayden was famous in 2002 of getting before Congress and saying, no, there was no tracking of 
of, uh, of U.S. citizens' communications, which we know, totally, yeah. which we know is a total lie. Right. Uh, and he got away with it. And you know, it wasn't until Snowden that it got proven that that he was in fact lying. Um, but that's how extreme. The, right. the, these people are. Yeah, the real extremists are them who are saying, I mean, there is no live and let live. There is no agree to disagree there. There's like, if you won't take the blue pill, all you stupid red pill people, you are an extremist. You are a main threat to our country. And we are going to, I mean, look what the FBI, when they, unfortunately it leaked, but when they were keeping track of and they were surveying, surveilling um, parents, right? The teachers union was like, hey, you know, we're going to get these parents. We're going to call them dangerous. And they coordinated with that. And they were indeed tracking them. And you got to wonder how many parents were silenced by that you had some brave ones who stood up but look at again the people um at, at the january 6 people sentenced to six years in prison now hunter biden again nothing happens to them if you're a murderer if you're a rapist if you're an illegal alien sex offender and you're arrested for committing another sex offense you're set free on bond but if you are an extremist like tina peters charlene or so dr donna was saying that the mike lindell summit was going on and tina peters didn't make it well she didn't make it because the judge refused to give her permission to leave the state, like somehow Tina Peters, but that's what they're going to do, right? They're going to say, nope, you're an extremist. You're a danger. You're the main danger facing our country. And, and they'll say they're violent because they, they intend to make us violent. They intend to crack down so hard that right. people will revolt. And right. that's why they're going through the U.S. military and expunging extremists, which they mean anybody who doesn't uh, go along with the blue pill ideology. That's I right. Mean, it, it, and it's it's very scary because I think we are, as David Horowitz said, I think in dire straits. Yes. And they're not going to back off. And they're using, like, and we're going to play another sound, but they take a couple of nut jobs, right, who go after the FBI, and they're, like, using that as proof right. that we're all violent, right? Well, I mean, or that they're under huge attack. Right. Oh, and now, sure. you know, if you're, if you're a Muslim guy and you go after Rushdie, they don't even want to really talk no, about that. That's there's just no, freedom of religion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But if you're just a nut job who goes does anything they don't like, um, and so, and this is from Charlene, yes, they are pushing for civil war. Charlene, I'm going to play you a soundbite right now that's going to alarm you. They're not just pushing for civil war. They have declared war. If we could please play the MSNBC soundbite. This is on MSNBC try to mobilize to violent action uh like the person did last week in cincinnati or someone tried um uh earlier this week in pittsburgh and he was arrested there are consequences for those actions you could be arrested for making threats and you clearly will be arrested if you try to attack fbi personnel or or um like in the case of the cincinnati person attack an fbi field office so this is not a consequence free thing that people are engaged in and if they're willing to go to the extreme levels there will be consequences for that action you're saying tone, tone we have to deal with the rhetoric and you know i agree with you but it's not really rhetoric we can deal with i mean you have millions of people tuning into a propaganda network every night and then as if that were not bad enough that's an extremist network itself you have these fringe pop-up uh outlets you know from own to but newsmax um then you have the social media Chuck and Julie show. that train has <laughs> left the station there is no let's deal with the rhetoric at this point i do think we have to have serious conversations 
conversations around preparing for actual violence. Uh, people keep saying a civil war is coming. I would say a civil war is here. And I don't mean to be hyperbolic. We can look at what has happened just in the past week alone since all this has happened. We've had two people <laughs> try to declare war with FBI field offices. I don't think <laughs> at this point we're going to all pack up our bags and go home there, and right? sing Kumbaya. Um, we're, we're, they, you know, they declared war on the FBI. No, you had a couple of nut jobs go ahead and, and attack, you know, try to take attack the FBI. It's not Republicans declaring war on the FBI. I mean, in response to the FBI raid, again, we've talked about that raid is... Has Jacob popped up? Is that, is that... Jacob, do you want to say something? Can you hear me? We can. We can. Yeah, good job. Go okay. Ahead. I want to ask you something. You know, um, Jenna Griswold, if she allowed all these uh, ballots to go to people that that were not eligible to vote... Right. Right. And she spent state. What? We lost you. Are you there? They got him. They got him. They oh, got that's, Jacob. That's, that's right. That's, they that got him. That Michael Hayden. Are you there, Jacob? Well, I think what he might have been asking, come back if you want to, Jacob. I think what you might have been asking is if Jenna Griswold allowed that to happen and she spent state money to do that. I, I, you know, is that wrong? Is that can she be held accountable? I'm no, guessing uh, she won't be held no. accountable. Should she? Sure, but but the state uh, attorney general will not. He's a radical He's, himself, and right. and uh, we live in a lawless society in a lot of ways. Um, and we we are we are the uh, ones that they they intend to crush. Right, and this from Charlene. Um, they're having to move fast because they're desperate. Um, provocateurs posing so they can blame things on Christians. Well, then they are provocateurs. You know, we've looked at um, again. Um, is it Ray Epps? Well, they've been. Was it Margot Cleveland or Molly Hemming? Molly Hemingway following the um, the the trial in the the Whitmer case where they talk about all of the agent. I mean, everybody was an agent in that. I mean, the FBI and that, and that trial is going on right now. No one in Michigan. Yeah. No one is covering. No, no one. This is from- I mean, it started August 10th and I tried to get some information. I went online and said, okay, you know, what's going on in the trial? You know, they had, no they had the Detroit it. free press had a one story on the opening statements and there's been nothing since then. And that's, I don't know what, what's today. The 19th? Yeah, so it's been gone nine days. Right. And this wow. is, well, after we, this is from Dr. Donna. The FBI, IRS, Antifa, BLM are the modern brown shirts, better than useful idiots. And we may remember what happened to them when their purpose was over. The SS came. Well, you know... I'm not some of some of these organizations. I, it's all like with the, the Black Lives Matter and the Tifa people. I, at least I know locally, a lot of them intermingle with each other, and they're paid, right? Yeah. And they won't when the, when the, they go from this cause to that cause to whatever you know charity organization they're working with, whatever they need. So I think we got uh, Jacob online too. So okay. oh, hey, Jacob. I'm sorry. No I'm sorry about that. Basically, what I'm asking is if Jenna Griswold allows ballots to go out to people that aren't are ineligible what i mean she had to spend the money on the ballot and the postage and every and the, and the labor isn't that abuse of state state money oh well, she's she's yeah. great at that how about her advertisements right. with yeah. wayne williams which was federal money that was supposed to go to i forget what you know to help people vote or something instead she uses right. it for a campaign a ad for dollars. yeah for herself and and for wayne williams is running for mayor of of uh Colorado well, and you're absolutely right you're absolutely right jacob uh, you know somebody should hold her accountable and i think well where's, I mean, where's well, the attorney exactly. general yeah where's the, where's the, the, state right. treasurer? Where's the attorney general 
Yeah, yeah, well, he's he's as bad as she is. I mean, there's a reason George Soros wants all of these people that, you know, mm-hmm. who are beholden to him to be in charge. You know, and I, I say Mike O'Donnell, who was a, the secretary of state candidate, still puts out interesting tweets. If you don't follow him on Twitter, it's Mike O'Donnell. He he's, keeps posing pictures of houses that had like like a million, not a million, but like 10 adults, like all over yeah, the age yeah. of 65 living in them right. where ballots are sent. I mean, the ballot rolls and, and it all goes through that Eric system, which is another Soros funded thing. Nobody purges them ever, too. And that's a mistake. Right. And there's a reason that they all go to one house. Right. And he, he found mm-hmm. what there was like 140 ballots, 144 ballots going to like a house in Fort Lupton or something like that. I mean, obviously, there's something in a house, not an apartment building. And yeah. you're right. That should be election fraud, right? But instead, Jenna Griswold goes after Tina Peters for simply wanting no, to no, have somebody watch? It's not, it's not election fraud. It's abuse of state money. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's all, you know, they're going to they're gonna destroy all the ballots at some point this month. And then there's yes. not, not going to be a way to, to, no. to do mm-hmm. an audit. But Wayne Williams wants to assure you that we've got the gold gold standard standard along with Ken Buck, um, along with who knows what other prominent Republicans. I agree with you, Jacob. Hey, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Be well. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care. yeah, this is how about some of the assistant attorney generals standing up and fighting back? I don't think you can. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to have the attorney general has to sign off on that. Well, I want to now switch gears a little bit again. Tucker uh-huh. Carlson, once again, I agree in part and disagree in part with him in terms of what the Republicans should be running on. Um, and and he's he, he had a great monologue. I, many of his monologues are great. But All talking, of his monologues yeah, are great. These days, I mean, you can see why MSNBC calls it without saying it a propaganda network, an right. extremist, extremist, right? right. Like I said, see, nobody's a white nationalist anymore. We're all mm-hmm. extremists because that's just so much vaguer mm-hmm. and it sounds a little bit weirder or a little bit worse, worse. too. Yes, yeah, white right. nationalist, you're not sure is that good? Is that bad? <laughs> but extremist, you know, extremist is bad, 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 bad. 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 Exactly. So they're going after them. If we could please play the Tucker Carlson soundbite. This is Tucker talking about the issues he thinks Republican candidates should be focusing on. But if you actually wanted to win, what would you do? Well, here's an idea. It's kind of out of nowhere. Just spitballing here. How about you run on issues that voters care about? That might work even for a mediocre candidate. So let's say, again, just for the sake of argument, that you ran a campaign on illegal immigration and crime. Now, these are two issues that didn't just arise out of nowhere. They're the product of policies the Democratic Party put in. They were intentional outcomes. We have millions of people coming in illegally, and we have a lot more murders than we had two years ago. These two issues, immigration and crime, don't simply annoy voters, though they very much do. These two issues threaten the existence of our society. So maybe you should run on them. That seems reasonable, but that's not what they're doing. Oh no! No, and he, he's then he played an Oz thing. Well, you should, you, I, I wish you'd had that because kind of because it's so wimpy. Oh, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's so Oz wimpy. For vegetables, thing or well, this costs twice as much. <laughs> I mean, it's just so milk toasty. Aisle and the Starbucks coffee. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, can we? Can you? Can we please, uh, as a family, 
buy Mike Lindell's coffee things and not be paying money to Starbucks? Okay. Well, I looked into them and they're actually fairly pricey. I don't care. All right. All right. That's a whole different aside. That's no, it's not. Thing. Buy Mike Lindell okay. stuff. We'll buy Mike Lindell stuff. But not Starbucks I crap. Do, I disagree with Tucker. And you guys weigh in if you want. And again, if you want to call or unmute yourself, 888-627-6008. I think that um, inflation is something that hits people. I think that you need to hit all three. Um, and he was, that was stemming from Mitch McConnell's saying that people just need to be like mediocre and milk toast. And he was like, no, they need to be calling out. And I think they do. And I, I will say a lot of the candidates, I think, have been hitting on some of those issues, but they're not hitting hard enough. Right. Um, you'll see, you know, Joe Day, Eric Audlin doing. Oh, I, I mean, they're kind of milk. I'll give Heidi Ganahl, I think, is doing some hard. Hitting. Yeah, yeah, she's finally you know, yeah. she's given up um, and, and face that that the Republican establishment is not behind her, although they were her candidate. Um, and, and just, you know, I'm, you know, she's got my vote when, when she didn't originally have it, but she has it now. Well, and I mean, what do you think? We were talking about this last night and you were saying, I absolutely agree with Tucker. Yeah, no, I think, I think, you know, you can do tough ones on inflation, you know, play the German, red lines in the 1920s but just standing in a grocery store is nice dr oz saying this costs too much right um it's so pathetic well and then you look at as he said the stuff that's going on about immigration oh and as an aside though like i pulled that um the soundbite from the Tucker Carlson. So it was on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And all of the comments are from the progressive saying, oh, he's good replacement theory. He's a racist replacement theory. Okay, the video he played, and we didn't have time, but it's out there. Fox had it on the Tucker Carlson show and you can find it. So they showed this fence and this fence is going and into a person's property, right? A farmer or a rancher's property, right? And there's h- hundreds of people standing on the other side, literally on the other side of the fence. And the farmer and the Texas police locked the gate, right? So the people couldn't get in. Now, clearly the people had been getting in because they were gathering right, right, there, right? Right, right? So the farmer and the Texas police said, heck with this, because they all like trapes across the guy's property, right? Not, not even mentioning the fact that they're coming in illegally. Um, yeah, I mean, you try to do that, right? If you were to try to go to Mexico and just or any country and just traipse across, but this, this, this wait, let me just finish. Let me just finish this, and then, but but what happened is, so they couldn't get in. So what happened is the border patrol opened it up, came in, and they unlocked the gate, yep. and the people went. And and I guess for some reason. I mean, I don't well, know, that's, you know that they couldn't do it. The police and the farm. Pam Anderson refused to go on the Colorado Springs show. Richard Randall has asked her many times should make us all wonder why. Because he'd asked tough questions. He was, she was just on, I don't know, some conservative one. And, and you know, it's all all just, you know, nice, nicey, nice. And, and how great it was to have somebody who was dedicated to running good well, elections. Yeah. I and mean, as Ash Epps said the other day, so you have, you know, the Soros funded Jenny, Jenna Griswold or the Zuckerberg funded, um, you know, Pam Anderson. So I'm, yeah, I'm not, which is, but I think though, but again, the immigration issue and they're trying unsuccessfully, I think, to crack down on Tucker for talking about the replacement theory, but you got to wonder what is going on in our country when the border patrol, I mean, they're not even effectively manning or stopping people you know, I mean, when there is a fence there, when they go and unlock the fence so the people can enter the country illegally, illegally. trespassing, right? I mean, now what I don't know is, and maybe it's time to play hardball, can the, you would think that the police could have arrested them, the Texas law enforcement officials could have then arrested them all for trespassing, right? Yes, yes. You know, I mean. Abbott isn't anywhere near a tough enough governor. I mean, you know, he is no Ron DeSantis. 
uh, sadly. Right. Sadly. Well, but I mean, but I think though that issue and then the crime issue too, you're seeing stories all over the place. And I, I talked about this before. I ran into a photographer I used to work with when I was at the TV station and we were talking about things and he was talking about how horrible it was to work there anymore. And he said that it is dangerous. He said they don't go to, um, because usually photographers work by themselves. They don't go. He said, something's happened at downtown, don't go. He said, if something's happened at the state capitol, we don't go because it's simply too dangerous. Now, I mean, that's in Denver, right? And you see other places too. And the crime, I mean, and then they release the criminals and they wonder, well, why do we have more crime? Well, you know, after talking to Bruce Baker, we had him on earlier in the week and so forth. Uh, you know, I, I've been now noticing all the homeless people that are in Westminster. Right. I mean, one came, I was, I was going to some fast food thing and they were all camped out. I mean, it's amazing. And the city council, of course, being nice, weak Republicans do nothing. The road to compassion. Road to compassion. The road to compassion. How so. do we get, how do we get these <laughs> Well, we vote for them. And that's like David Horowitz. Well, because our other time. choice is Democrats. Right. So. Right. Well, you know, I I think Tucker Carlson is right on those issues. And I do think, you know, the polls anymore, you see them. I don't know that I believe any of them. And I'll be even the ones that make Republicans look, you know, happy. I I don't know. People always say that. And and it's true. And they have their own bias to them and their own, you know, pushing it. But polls are the lifeblood of politics. Yeah. The lifeblood of politics. Um, And so, you know, Trump has his own McLaughlin. Um, and, and you've got to have them and they are, they tend to be right far more than they are wrong. I think they're good for trends, but I think though. Well, that- no, they're good. They're good for, I mean, you know, you hope that all these polls showing the U S Senate Republican candidates losing and you can't just go out oh, there. That's bullshit. It's something's going on. Well, um, and it's disconcerting. Well, and I would say it's, it's disconcerting because I, I think that they, that some of the boring Senate candidates, nobody's excited for Right. Well, I mean, not, not, I mean they, you know, it's, it's bullshit. They're not, they're not that. Um, it's just like McConnell got up there and said quality candidates really matter. You kind of like who? Fetterman for the Democrats? That's that's the candidate you say is, you know, such a beautiful one. It's just, you know, there are good ones. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is pretty funny. This is from Leo. Julie, yes, you have to worry about the Channel 9 security shooting you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and nothing happened to them either, did it? Nothing yeah, thank God. Thank God. RDA. That, but the company got its license back. To well, sure. So why would you want to do that? Yeah, this is from Charlene. Yeah, Leo, stay away from the hugs hired by Channel Nine Security. Mm-hmm. Doctor Donna Loveland is creating a park for the homeless with porta potty services. Wonder how long it will take to destroy those. The bathrooms in Fort Collins on foundations were destroyed and had to be rebuilt. And then Charlene says it's going to be interesting. Heidi didn't have the conservative vote in the primary, but she's counting on them in the general. Think yeah, about she's, that not, for a while. she's not counting on them because you can't. That's not enough to win. Yeah, but, she needs a. Well, I don't think anyone's going to be polis. That's an aside. But hey, before we've got a few minutes here left, but I want to make sure we have time. I want to play something. This being Party Friday, um, we got some secret <laughs> videotape I found on Twitter of the FBI trying to capture Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. At Mar- so if we could please play, it's, it's very hush hush. Very hush hush. If we could please play the FBI trying to catch Donald Trump, please. For those who are listening to us, we've got a bunch of people with blindfolds squatting 
in an enclosure trying to catch a duck. It's kind of a game, but it's, it's hilarious. And they're running into each other and knocking each other over. Uh, the duck just keeps <laughs> That's your FBI. Your FBI. <laughs> but that what's funny about that, I think, though, is th- that's true. The FBI keeps doing all of this stuff. We've got the Russia hoax. We've got the impeachment. We've got this and this. And Donald Trump kind of just keeps wandering around. This is from um, a Dr. Donna, like pin the tail on the donkey. Exactly. Right. Sanders. Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Leo. That clip made party Friday. I'm going to try to find him. Yeah. I mean, I try to just, so you guys know I'm hard. Are, working. You're working very hard, hard for hard. you to make it a party <laughs> atmosphere. Make it a party Friday. Um, but I, that's why I let the guy though. I gave credit to the guy whose Twitter feed. Well, it good. Yeah. That, that was actually pretty funny, but it is true in a way. And that's why there is something I mean, on the one hand, that you got to worry because it is so threatening. But on the other hand, there is something just sort of Keystone Copish mm-hmm. about these cons. Okay, we're going to raid Trump's thing. It's like, oh, good idea, you know. And they're like, why? We'll, I don't we'll, we'll do it low key, and yeah. no one will even notice. <laughs> and then, then what we're going to do is leak. We're going to have everything sealed, and we're going to leak the information out. We can. That we can. To and- the Washington Post and the New York Times, and then, and then we'll say, oh, look at all these extremists are trying to declare war on the FBI. It's like, well, if anyone should have war declared on them, it could indeed be the FBI. They clearly, for years, have declared war on citizens, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only person, this wasn't the FBI, shot and killed in the insurrection was a woman, unarmed, who was shot and killed by the police there, right? Well, you really wonder whether whether it's going to have an effect, let's say, on the Michigan trial, who knew jurors and so forth, and the FBI saying, you know, you can count on the FBI. You're going to get people who kind of go, no, you can't. This is Dr. Donna. Is it five o'clock yet? It's, I think everyone's talking about cocktail hour. It's five o'clock somewhere, Dr. Yeah. Donna. <laughs> so, everyone, that will do it for us. Um, have a great weekend. Thank. I want to thank the BBC people. BBS, and, and- BBS. No, that we've now we're now carried by the BBC, <laughs> no. the British Broadcasting. No, it's it's BBS. The I'm BBS sorry, radio I, I'm so used to saying BBC, B- um, but they're great. They're great. And everybody on Zoom, thank you very much. Remember, you can catch all our shows at chuckandjulie.com. Subscribe to us on Substack as well, um, and we will see you on Monday. And we'll be back on Monday, roaring to go. There we go.